Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC.
This is Dr. Diva JC, and it is breezy, 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 breezy in South Florida. So beautiful. This is what we live for, cool weather in South Florida. So you just heard Shine by the group Cold that features our guest today, Lindsay Manfredi. So I'm going to bring her in. How you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? That's terrific. Really good, really good. Where are you calling from, Lindsay? I'm calling from Los Angeles. Okay. Well, let's jump into this interview. Um, how did you come to music as a child? Oh, well, I sang in our church choir when I was a little girl growing up, and I took piano lessons, Um, and I just started listening to Debbie Gibson and Madonna and knew I wanted to be in music. Interesting. That sounds like my story. (laughs) Yeah. It was funny. It was Ella Fitzgerald. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. (laughs) So you play Fender bass? I play bass. Yeah, I play Fender. I just got a recently a signature series bass with um, diamond guitars. So I'm going to be playing that on this next tour coming up. But, yeah, I'm going from Fender. I've always been a Fender girl since I started playing um, and now going into diamond. But, you know, they offered me a signature series. So how can you say no to that? That's right. <laughs> That's right. So did you study music in school? No, I didn't even know how to read music. Uh, Everything I do is definitely by ear. Really? uh Uh-huh. Okay. So so tell me a little bit about the development of your musical talent through your teens into your young adulthood. Well, I just nonstop. I grew up in the grunge era, era, so I was listening to Pearl Jam and Nirvana and Smashing Pumpkins, Soundgarden, all of those bands, and I just started playing guitar. Um, my dad had a, an old Alvarez classical guitar and an old Mel Bay book, so I learned how to play chords. And I just started like I learned. I think probably C, D, and G, and I wrote my first song, and I was probably 16 or 17. And from there, I just kept playing and writing my own stuff. So I'm not really a cover girl. I don't play lots of other people's music because I've just always written my own. And from there, when I was 27, that's when I started playing the bass. And okay. it's my favorite instrument. I'm I'm a much better bassist than I am guitarist. That's for sure. <laughs> now, are, are the songs that you sang me uh, sent to me? Um, are they your songs? They're they are um, the band that I play with. They're called so they're Scooter Ward songs. I see. Okay. Well, I really would have appreciated your music. Because this oh, show is I know, called I Music Woman. <laughs> it, I, yes, yeah. yes, but I don't, um, 
you know, this is this is the project that I'm promoting and that I'm in. I haven't been doing a lot of my own stuff recently. I mean, I've been doing some writing, but I haven't recorded all of it. So that's okay. why that's why you got cold because we're about to go back on tour in September and we're promoting our uh, most recent album, The Things We Can't Stop. Uh huh. So we're and I'm awesome. and I play bass in the in the in the songs, so I am in the songs. Good. Good, good, good. Okay, and so where are some of the places that you have toured, and where is this tour going? Um, this is just going to be domestic, so it'll just be all over the U.S., but that's mainly, I've, all my tours have been U.S. tours. We're going to okay. be going to Europe soon, but the pandemic happened, and we had to take, everybody was forced to take, what, a year and a half off, so. Hmm. Yes, we all know. <laughs> we yeah. know what happened. So, what have you been doing? Have you been writing any music during this hiatus? Oh, yes, definitely. I've been writing my own stuff. I've been playing with other musicians, working on their things. I've gotten to do um, background vocals um, with Joe Sumner, which is Sting's son. I was in the studio with him a couple months ago. And my good friend Brandon Zano, uh, I'm on a couple of his songs, and I released a book <laughs> during the pandemic. What well, book? Oh, Unfuckable. Uh, no, Unfuckwithable. <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> a lot of people do that. <laughs> well, somebody did write a book, Unfuckable With. I thought it was oh, you. But it's no, I wrote un- it's funny. I'm dyslexic too. Um, yeah, it's on Fuck With The Bull, A Guide to Inspired Badassery. And, and it's mainly about the whole, my journey in music and growing up and how I, you know, ended up getting my a gig with my favorite band. So um, the thing with Cole is when I was 21, uh, I got their spider tattooed on my body because that's how much I loved them. It's the only band tattoo that I have. And then fast forward to 15 years later, I get a I get to play with them and it's a pretty incredible and surreal experience. But the book is based on the law of attraction and not letting anybody tell you you can't do something and always follow your dreams and find out what your passions are and fall in love with yourself and then everything else will come. Okay, now you are originally from where? I'm originally from Indiana. Okay. And you founded Girls Rock. Indianapolis. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, Well, I was a co-founder of that. Um, It was founded mainly by Sharon Rickson, and she invited us all, like me, Tasha Blackman, um, Ashley Plummer, and Sharon all started it together. And Sharon had gone to, I think it was Seattle or Portland, and she went and volunteered at this camp and came back and was like, let's do this. Let's do this here. And we did. And we had a huge community in Indianapolis just support us to no end. And it's still going strong. I haven't had anything to do with that organization for a while because I've been in California for almost five years. But it's it's still such a great organization and tool for these girls. So they basically go in. It's ages like 8 to 16, I think. And they learn how to play instruments. And they create their own band. And they do their own 
logo and make t-shirts. And then, so there's like loud or quiet band practice in the mornings and then loud band practice. And they just, you know, they learn how to be in a band and work together. And by the end of the week, they have, will have written their own song and they perform it to an always sold out audience. Do you know Ellen Sealing and Jean Feynman? Um, I don't. Have you heard of them? Uh-uh. They have the girls' jazz camp out there. Nice. Okay. Yes. What about cool. Sunny Paxton? Do you know her? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm kind of in now a little bubble of, of what I do. Right. <laughs> I know like a whole lot of people. And most particularly women musicians are in a bubble. That is why I founded Women in Jazz South Florida 14 years ago. Okay? Wow. Because women are literally just out there by themselves. So we have 385 members. 234 are women musicians. That's incredible. And they're from 15 countries and 22 states, 23, right, 23 states now. So, you know, I do this show. It's, it's kind of like a Venus flytrap. <laughs> and this is how I trap the women into coming and joining me to help me promote you. So... I published Music Woman magazine for three years. Now I have Music Man magazine. And funny, both of the the issue featured women who pluck strings. So that would be you. Yeah, that's incredible. (laughs) So when you join us, I will send you the magazine. Okay. I would love that. And it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's not blackmail, but it's kind of like a bribe, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. And it's not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. So gotcha. it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, well, that comes, for sure. That comes from leading my own band for about 30 years. So wow. that, I love yeah. it. So you have to Google me, too. Now listen. Absolutely. How many songs have you written? Wow, man, over the years. I mean, I've been mm. in the music industry for over twenty years. Mm-hmm. I'm probably hundreds. Okay, and how many have you recorded? Um, I've been recording with every single band that I've ever been in. No, but so I mean your own music. Your music. Okay. Um, probably over 30 or 40. Okay. And are you with BMI, ASCAP, CSAC? Who are you with? I'm with with BMI. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Now, your book, is it music? No, it's not music. It's, it's, um, it's more like a law of attraction, spiritual, personal development book. Okay. Okay. But it talks, I mean, there's so much music in it because my life has always revolved around music. 
So it's definitely uh, a, the journey of the, you know, the shit gigs to hundreds, you know, hundreds of thousands of people gigs. So. And so how did you get the gig with gold? Tell us. Oh, well, someone, I was on tour with another band that I was playing with and I, someone snapped a picture of me playing the bass and it had my, the cold spider, you could see it obviously. And they sent it to Scooter and he just started doing research on me and they were looking for a new bassist and they wanted a female bassist. So he just hit me up on Twitter and was like, Hey, this is really weird and awkward, but check your other Facebook messages. Cause I sent you a message and um, he left his number and I called him and he was like, we've, you know, I watched your Ted talk. We've been, you know, looking at you and wanted to see if you wanted to join the band. So it was kind of a surreal moment. Like one of my favorite rock stars called me and asked me to be in the band. It was mm-hmm. a scary moment. And I said, yes. And here we are. What year was that? That was in 2014. Wow. So you've been with them for quite some time. Okay. Yes. Now, do you, okay, besides um, the girls' camp, do you work with other women musicians? Uh, not necessarily. Because, okay, so I have a degree in communication arts. I'm a writer, naturally. And I I work with... Um, with Lynn Janae, she's a best-selling, uh, a New York Times best-selling author, and I do, like, some office work for her and help her with her clients, um, that kind of stuff. But I don't really work a lot with women musicians. I I like to collaborate, and when there are women around, I definitely enjoy playing with them. But I'm, like I said, I'm in a little bit of a bubble where I rehearse a lot of my own band stuff because we're getting ready to go back out on tour. But I work with as many people as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And you sing too. I do. Mm-hmm. So, who are some of your influences? Well, m- m- women-wise, I would say P.J. Harvey, um, Bjork, Courtney Love, Liz Fair, all kinds of. I have. There are so many different influences. Courtney and I used to talk when we were first on the internet, because I think I was probably one of the first musicians on the internet. Uh, mm-hmm. And Indianapolis is where Freddie Hubbard is from. And he recorded wow. my song, Sweet Return, on Atlantic Records. Yep. Nice. So, what would you advise a young woman coming into the music industry? Well, I would advise for them to never give up. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so easy. This is a, it's a, the music industry is not an easy one, but to always work on your craft and collaborate with as many people as possible and get to know as many people as possible and be kind and don't ever, don't ever get an a huge ego, have just enough of an ego to, to know what you're doing and walk into a room and command attention, but don't ever, don't let that go to your head, <laughs> but don't ever give up if you really want to do it. Okay. If I said to you, cute won't pay the bills, 
What do you think? Yeah, that's, you have to have talent. You have to work on your craft. You can't just, mm-hmm. it's not about looks. It really is about, I mean, even some of even someone who isn't as talented that con- continuously works on music and, um, you know, there's a lot of music that is not my cup of tea, um, but other people love it. So you just have to, like, work with your niche and go for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know what they need shit. You know. You cut up a little yeah. bit. A lot, or a lot of people what? They don't know what their niche is. They don't know what it is. Oh, they, right. You know. Well, yeah. yeah, well, that's something that you have to do in, like, a self-discovery sort of situation. And it might, it, it could change over time. Like, as as an artist, you're always evolving and you're, you challenge yourself and you go into different things. Like my uh, guitarist, Nick Coyle, he went through a phase where he was like, I'm going to record a Latin record and I'm going to record this kind of record. And he's just like trying to tap into all different kinds of genres. That way he could, you know, just become a better musician all around. Uh So have you thought about putting your songs in a book? Um, that's not really something I have thought about, but that's interesting. I have well, one of my songs. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say I have um, at the beginning of my book, Unfuck With A Bull, there is um, four lines from a song that I wrote that starts it, starts it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you, if you've got 30 songs, I have a songbook, and I have 41 songs, and I claim to be the first woman in the world with a jazz and blues songbook. But really, nice. nobody cares about a songbook. But later on, when I'm gone, my children and my grandchildren will be able to, you know, see my songs. In a book. That's a really that's a really good idea. Maybe yeah, you might be tapping into something with that. I should probably do that. Just write all the lyrics out and and get it out in the book. Well, you do it in finale. Well, I did it in finale, and then I mm-hmm. connected my computer to my piano to a modem to the printer. You know all of that, and mm-hmm. it took me about two weeks to get all the songs done. Because you play them, and then the the computer puts the chords and the the notes and the chords. I think it's been a long time, and it was a very rewarding experience, you know, to see my songbook. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because there's not a lot of women with songbooks. Basha. Uh, Carol King, Carly Simon, Barbara Streisand might have a songbook. Roberta Flack was going to do one, but she got ill. Carmen Lundy, I think she she finished her songbook. Oh, uh, Sade might have a songbook, but who else? Mm-hmm. You know, there's not really Courtney. Does Courtney Love have? I don't, know. I don't know. I'm not sure. 
but it definitely is something to consider if you've written a lot of songs, you know. Right. Yeah, Courtney, the real story. Well, she's got books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to talk back and forth to each other because I think we were both a little crazy like each other. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so in L.A., there are a lot of our members, too, Gail Johnson and Jazz and Pink. Have you ever heard of them? I'm not sure. You never heard of Jazz and Pink? Yeah. You should oh, check yeah, them out. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. They have I will, for sure. harpist, a harpist. They have saxophones. They have guitar. Uh, food. You know, it's a it's a pretty big ensemble of women, and they're extremely talented. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just when, check it out. Yeah. When does your tour start? It starts in September, but I'm only going to be in Los Angeles for another two months. I'm going to go to Indiana for a month and spend time with my daughter, and then. We go to rehearsal in Pennsylvania, and our tour starts on September 10th. And then oh, we're going to be going to, like, through mid-December. Then I'm going to stay home with my daughter for the holidays and her birthday, and then I'll be able to come back to L.A. after that. And how old is she? She's going to be 18 on her next birthday. And what is her birthday? Because it must be near Christmas. It's, just, it's January 9th. Oh, January. I, I was thinking she yeah. was a... Saggy, because I'm a sad. No, she's what a size? Capricorn. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter is too. We have two little goats. What sign are you? Um, I'm a Cancer Leo. I was born right oh. on the cusp. So my okay. birthday is 721. Okay, so you and your daughter, you're opposites. That's pretty good. We, we are very so, much opposites. <laughs> very much. So you're not going to tell us anything about the book? Yeah, well, the book is um, it's a, it's about the law of attraction, and it just encourages people to learn what they love, to get to know themselves, and there's, it gives steps at the end of each chapter. But it's really just like a nice, um, it's, it's a book encouraging you to become unfuckwithable. To go for your dreams and don't let anybody else detour you from that and don't listen to what anyone has to say. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Now, what about yes. the men in your band? Are you like a sister to them or, you know, are they protective? Yeah, oh, God. They're, yeah, I'm, they're very protective. Um, they're amazing. We're a family. It's just that's that's how it is when you're on the road with with all dudes, even our road crew. Like, I'm, I'm so blessed to have all of them in my life. Are you the only woman on the whole yes. tour? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the only woman on the tours. <laughs> Listen, I worked with a uh, Latin jazz band in Philly. It was nine of us. And I was the only female. And I tell you, yeah. I felt like a queen all the time. Yeah. I, I think that um, we had, like, nicknames on all of our bunks. And mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, Scooter put Queen on <laughs> on the side of my bunk because I was the Queen. Um, Are you on yeah. a bus? Yeah, we're on a bus. Oh, how's that? Um, it's my favorite place to be. I miss it. I sleep really well on a bus. <laughs> it's oh. just, uh, I can't wait to get back on. Wow. I, I feel like I was made for the road. Like it really is my favorite place to be. Waking up in a different city, meeting fans, showering at truck stops and wherever you can. <laughs> Lindsay, in our magazine we have a new column called Tales from the Dusty Trail. Oh, that's great. You have to write an article for I will, the next I one. will write yes, I will write a piece for Okay. Because I've got I've gotta hear it. You actually stop at truck stops and that's where you <laughs> truck stop showers are the best showers you will ever have. It's they got the best water pressure. It's completely clean. I mean, when you're on the road always wear flip flops in every shower that you're in, unless it's a hotel room. But, um, yeah, truck stop showers are the absolute best. It's private. There's a private restroom in there. You have as much hot water as you want. You can take the hottest, best shower ever. Wow. They're amazing. Yes, if, you, if, you've, if you've never taken a truck stop shower, go to a pilot or a love. I mean, they're amazing. <laughs> Okay, that's on my bucket list. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you have to pay, it's like, it, yeah, you have to pay 15 bucks, then they, you have to wait in line. They take a number, but they go through and they clean the bathroom between everybody. Yes, they're nice. Really? And there's usually more than one. Yeah. Who knew this? And who, who would have ever known this? You know, I mean, <laughs> well, I've never heard I'm a road warrior, so. Well, I've been up and down a lot of roads, but I just never took a truck stop shower. So I'm <laughs> I'm gonna work on that one because my daughter she loves to go on tour. That's her favorite thing to do. But she's a rapper and a singer, and now um, she has these sitcoms on YouTube. But that's another story. Let's get back to you. <laughs> so. <laughs> Tell me about Lindstar Inc. Well, that's my um, company. So I I ghostwrite for people and I help manage their online marketing. So I've got some clients that I work with now. And that's just a, kind of a thing that I did for a long time before music took over completely. So I've been a ghostwriter since 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you coming to in Florida? Yeah, we're gonna. I, I think I'm pretty sure our tour's coming through Florida. Well, you. Well, I'm in South Florida. Well, I don't have all the dates and venues yet, but they're done. <laughs> I just don't have the list. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're definitely gonna be coming to Florida. Cool. Well, I'll see if you're coming in the area. You know. Yeah, I'll let you know. I, sure. Yeah, I love to. See women perform. I don't care what they're doing, and I I perform 
since I was four, I started again in the choir, just like you. But I was also a dancer. And mm. um, so, you know, when I was 27, I started uh, singing and gigging. And I've always been the leader of my own band. And I've been all over Europe. And I've been on five continents, you know. So it's been a very fulfilling life. But promoting women musicians is by far the most fulfilling thing that I've done because women need support. They need support. Agreed. Absolutely. So when is the next Girl Rock camp? This summer? The next, yeah, it's going to be this summer. And they usually run two of them because there's so many girls involved. So there will probably be two camps. I know recently they were advertising that the enrollment process was open. So I think last year they did it via Zoom. I know that they did some things where, you know, but this, I think this year they're definitely going to have in-person camp, which is really, really great. Uh Okay. Well, I'm going to play Run. Okay. No, I should do Road. I'm going to do Road. Wait a minute, that's not your song. Without that's you is your song. So I'm going to do run. run. So I'll be back okay. in four minutes and 21 seconds. This is <laughs> Lindsay Manfredi basses with cold on run.
that was run by Cole, the band featuring my guest today, Lindsay Manfredi, who plays bass. So, Lindsay. Yes. <laughs> does the band play your music? Um, no. <laughs> No, I'm I'm a, I'm a part of their band, so I just I do my own stuff. Okay, so do you have some CDs? I am um, I, I there's some of my music on Spotify under a band called Collide of Stars, but a lot of my stuff is unreleased. It, I've got a lot of it recorded, but I haven't put it out there. Okay. And I might eventually um, when I have a, a good collection. I worked. Um, I've got about five or six songs with Gino Leonardo from Filter that um, he, we collaborated on, um, but they're they're just not done yet. There's a lot of things have been happening and going on and working on so many different projects, so I haven't really been focusing that much on my own stuff. But I did write a really great song a couple weeks ago that I've been working on that I'm going to get recorded before I leave Los Angeles. Okay. And Gino, what's his last name? Leonardo. Gino. He was, yeah, he was the original guitarist for um, the platinum band Filter. Super talented okay, so guy. Super talented guy. M A S C I A. Masha. Is that him? No. I don't okay. know. Look, this is another Gino thing. Yes, G-E-N-A, Gino Leonardo. Oh, oh, a woman. No, it's a it's a guy. <laughs> oh, it's a guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I want to listen to some of the stuff. So you're playing bass on his music? No, I'm singing. Actually. Oh, you're singing. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, maybe I'll like find some stuff and send it to you because none of that I is out. But I'm singing would. with the with the bland kaleidoscars. Yeah, I'll, I have to look through and find some MP3s. I'm sure I have some on my computer. Okay, and if you need my email, uh, Denise has it. So tell me yeah, about your relationship with Denise. Well, um, so Denise's husband is in Candlebox. It's like the musicians are always very connected. It's a small, it's a small little world for us. And she has been friends with my guitarist for a long time. So I, I mean, she's my publicist. So I hired her last year, and she's just incredible. I love working with her, and she's just been such a supportive aspect. Mm-hmm. And there again, you know. I I talk to women every, almost every day, uh, women musicians, and I'm talking about like we have a member who's in San Diego. Her name is Jeannie Cheatham. Jeannie is 94. Wow. And when I call her, Lindsay, she keeps me rolling on the floor. She'll tell me a story about a musician or about a situation. And she just inspires me, keeps me motivated, you know. And so as you get older, you will find that you will meet older women who, surprisingly, they will lift you up. 
you know. I love that. Yes, I love that. And I want to lift up other people, too, as I'm, you know, growing in my career and older. <laughs> I'm growing older. I love but don't people. Oh, I'm not. But my favorite, seriously, one of my favorite things to do is connect to people, especially in the industry. And my, um, one of my very good friends, his name is Johnny. Um, he's going to start playing bass with my friend Brandon. And that was something that I'm really excited to have connected because they're both mm-hmm. such, such talented musicians. And like I got, like I said, I got to be on, um, I got to do vocals, background vocals for this new um, album that Brandon's putting out. So now my friend Johnny gets to play with him live. So that's exciting. <clears throat> Good. Now, what are you, what is your vision for you, for you, for the future? Okay. Well, this is, I have, I kind of have a five-year plan actually. I'm, I'm releasing, okay. So I'm going to be touring all um, of the rest of this year. And then we're going to probably take a, a little break and then tour again. I want to release my next book in February of next year. And then I hopefully we'll be doing another album and then tour another year. And then when I get back to California, I'm going to work on a series um, for a network. I want to start writing my third book that's going to be um, based into a series and maybe do a show. But I have a good friend in the network industry who has offered me a job as soon as I'm ready to get in a writing room to work on television. Good. I want to stay in touch with you. And I would love you to meet my daughter because she writes her own scripts. She does everything. She writes, produces. And stars, you know, and yeah, I think that I will check you her and out. she, mm-hmm, um, Mimi Johnson, and we have okay. MJ TV Network. Yeah. Okay, I will. Um, yeah, I'll definitely get your email from Denise, and I will send you things, and I want to hear all about everything, and I'll check out the the YouTube series too. Okay, now you can go to W I J S F Women in Jazz South Florida. Don't let okay. the jazz fool you. Because we have members who play classical violin. We you know, we have members from all genres. I called yeah. it women women in jazz South Florida because I live in South Florida and I'm a jazz singer. So that yeah. was it. That makes sense. <laughs> For yes. sure. Well, I really appreciate you having me on your show today. This, this is a great conversation and um, I'm excited to see all the things that you're doing and connect with some of these women for sure. Oh, you will. Uh, and, and the beautiful thing like, there's a woman out there. Her name is Lady Mack. She's got to be 78, 80. This woman is a guitarist. She is off the chain, Lindsay. The woman is 78 <laughs> or whatever. And she, I mean, she, she's like this firework on the stage. I love it. You know, you would just be I think, thrilled to see her. 
I'm I would love to. You know, I, I think that music keeps us young. There's something about mm-hmm. being in the music industry and, like, doing what you love to do that gives you a youth that it's, it's uncomfortable. That's right. I went to the doctor on Tuesday. And he looked at me because I wrote my age. And he looked me in my face. And he said, you're 73? I said, yeah. <laughs> he said, I don't believe that. I said, well, my knees will attach to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, right? So no, but funny. I saw Shaka Khan two Saturdays ago. I was with her in Miami. Nice. This oh, nice. woman, she looks 45. Yeah, I love it. And she looks forty-five years old. So you know, it's music is the mastery of life. It keeps you in a place of being for moments. No, music is the mastery of time. It keeps you in a place of being. No, music is the mastery of minds. It oh, keeps you in a place of being for moments at a time. Get caught up in its labyrinth, leading through a thousand doors to one Aww. simple end. Love. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I love so, that. So, what about your fans? What kind of fans do you have? We have uh, amazing fans. Super supportive have been around for 20 years. We have new fans, got young and old. It's pretty incredible. Well, I'm going to go start listening to Cole because I never heard of the band before, but that doesn't mean anything, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, check it out. It's it's a good time for sure. And I am getting to hear it here, so I'm going to go out on your song. Oops. I think your music alphabetized itself. Without you. (laughs) So tell me about Without You. Without You is one of the, it was actually written a long time ago and it didn't make any of the albums and we came back to it and just made it way better. And this is a really dope song. We have a video for this on YouTube and yeah, I, this is one of the. It's got more of an old school sound than the rest of the 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 rest of the songs on the things we can't stop. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a rocker. Okay. Um. So, what about some of the other women that are out there? Are there any women out there playing right now? Your contemporaries that you would like to mention. Yes, um, there's a really great band out there, actually, I think, out of Florida called The Haunt. And there is Sammy Dahl, who is out here in Los Angeles. Um, Jane Jensen, my good friend, just put out um, a meditation album. And my dear friend, Sierra Swan, she has worked with the Smashing Pumpkins and has also worked with Cold. She has a new EP out called Tangerine that is incredible. And she directed her own video 
video is plural um, for that album. So yeah, oh. check out Sierra Swan. Well, she's going all to bad be all badass. Okay, she's going to be on my show. Denise. Oh yeah, she's so she's wonderful. Yeah, say Denise's last name. I can't. I, I it's so <laughs> funny because I I sent her in a text not too long ago, and I was like, how do I pronounce your last name? And she spelled it out for me, but I forget because it's just it's been a couple months ago. Um, but I need to go back and look. <laughs> Kavalovic, Kavalovic, or Kavalovic. I don't know. I forget. That's one of it. Might be the witch. <laughs> so if witch, <laughs> Denise, I know she's listening. You know, she's probably <laughs> listening. She's busy. But anyway, listen, darling. It has been a pleasure to talk to you. I really hope that you come to Florida and I get to meet you. It'd be great. Yes. We'll make that happen. I will put you on the list. We'll get you to a show. It'll be fun. It has to be West Palm Beach or Miami or Fort Lauderdale. So those are the only places. Don't forget, I'm not one of those young chippies, you know. (laughs) You're not driving driving to Tampa. (laughs) No. Well, you know what? I have a sister over there. I might go see her. Well, I will. I will keep you posted. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and my email is wijsf12 at gmail dot com. Okay. Okay. That down. Say it one more time. Mm Hmm. W I J SF12 gotcha. at Gmail. Mm-hmm. At Gmail. Okay. All right. So I got you. All right. And I'm going to play Without You by Cole featuring Lindsay Manfredi on bass. And we'll talk soon. Bye bye. Okay.
www.wijsf.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at wijsf.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, 